Cheers! Cheers! Well, it's that time again. <laughs> I'm Annie. I'm Susan. <laughs> this is Two no Friends, friends. One, one Chat. chat. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope that the uh, recorder picked up I was born right <laughs> It was like the most amazing thing because, you know, I do like a little countdown. I'm like, cool, you ready? You know, and I like... Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And I clicked it, but bef- like I clicked it, and then you were like, I mean, I was born ready. I wasn't like lucky. just really getting into the vibe, like really, uh, uh, uh. Oh man, I hope to God that's on the recording. <laughs> you know, if it makes it, guys, you're welcome. It was awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, well, welcome back. Yes. We had a really fun last episode where we talked about attachment styles, really basic, one on one, just fun, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where you're gonna go with that one? Okay. Well, I'd say we both had some personal revelations. Bam. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Had no idea I was disorganized when I was like unhealthy. Yeah. Like no idea, but it makes sense. Totally, totally makes sense. Yeah. Um. But uh, we t- we covered the four, mm-hmm. and now um, it it's a perfect lead into a topic I'm really passionate about, and I've referenced it several times. So we're gonna do a really basic level of uh, TBRI. Okay. Which stands for Trust-Based Relational Intervention. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Listeners, I'm with you on this. I'm learning. I, oh, yeah. I have not heard of this before. I mean, you've mentioned that yeah. you did a course or something yeah. on this. So we are learning together, listeners. I'm very excited. Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited to share. This is what I will say. Um, we posted a video about um, uh, from the Karen Purvis website. Okay. Which is about, I think it's like a two-minute video. And it's very entry-level. So if you haven't seen the video, I would hashtag pause this episode. Uh, watch it. Uh, the vid- Yes. Yeah. The one I'm going to link. Yes. yes. Um, you can also wait till the end of the or episode. Or have linked. I mean, when you hear this, I will have totally. linked it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love it. <laughs> um, and it's really helpful in um, kind of talking about where this intervention came from, basing mm-hmm. it on a base, uh, child's needs. Yeah. Uh, it's also got some pretty cute animation, and it's very short. So I highly recommend reviewing that video either before we start or at the end, uh, go over it. It it can kind of help tie it all together. Yes, agreed. It was a great little video. Yes, and this is a practice that uh, came out of the 1970s. Karen Purvis, was, uh, she's a very smart lady. She has since deceased. She's written two books. I mean, she's written more than two books, but she has two books on this subject. Um, And what happened was kind of the development Mm -hmm. of this approach was, um, do you remember when, uh, I remember this because it was kind of a big deal in our church system to uh, like lots of adoptions from children from Ukraine. Mm. Do you remember that? It was like a, it wasn't necessarily like a fad. That sounds like a, that's a really dark way of describing it, but like, um, for some reason, it was common. Yes. Okay. And as those kids grew, those adoptions failed. Um, and it led to the why. Why is this happening, right? Um, why is there such a disconnect? And um, uh, yeah. 
trauma with a capital T, I would assume. Absolutely. Can you imagine, even in the perfect, like, case scenario, adoption from another country? I mean, they're... Yeah. I just don't think you could avoid trauma. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Just the yeah. just like the sheer moving of places that far. Right. Like yeah. Right. Um, and a culture that different. But I think I think what really came out of the research was um, you know, like we talked about earlier, kids develop survival strategies. That's what we do. And a lot of those survival strategies look like people pleasing Mm. and so it's like you have this dream child until like they hit like adult and this is when most of the adoptions failed and coming from my lens of working in child welfare once I took this course I was like we need to implement this into everything because this is how to get successful connection to an attachment okay to a child who has come from a place that you don't even know what they've experienced right right? like this is so and and the kind of the cool thing is the more we dive into it you don't necessarily need to know now it is helpful to if you like can like label some of the things a kid has experienced sure so you can like avoid avoid triggers sure exactly and um you don't have to like, um, yeah. there is a way to establish attachment. So we talked about our own personal attachment styles in our last one. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an overview of a curriculum that helps you, one, dive into that also. Because you you uh, need to know yours. 100%. Yeah, to support other people. And I can't stress that enough. Because if you are living in dysregulated attachment, trying to support other people, it's... it's um. It's not, not going to go no, super it's, great. No, 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 no. Not going to work so well. I can't stress that enough. So know yourself. Find yeah. ways to get yourself into that secure attachment area. Okay. And then you can know how to, like, support people. Would some of these things that we're going to talk about work, like, could you use them on yourself? Oh, yeah. TBRI yourself? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. Um, and I think you can help... Uh, educate your intimate partners and you're like you know we talk about that circle that you're really strong inner circle hashtag throwback to social mapping but um it to how to meet your needs okay yeah okay i think that's a yes absolutely there are principles in this that will also help you with fellow adults that you know are in trauma brain so you can use these principles you're going to go over really with anybody i know it's yes curriculum wise really is based on children yeah but you can use it outside of that scenario. Absolutely. If okay. you are working with anyone that has experienced trauma, mm-hmm. like especially if you're serving any level of clients, it can be adults, developmental disabilities. These are tips and tricks that will, and this is why I love the curriculum the most. We'll talk about kind of an overarching, but they give you um, physical indicators, things that Ooh. you can do to increase attachment with other love people, this. to, Ooh, I love to this. build trust, to to have someone f- have, like, their needs are being met, feel like they're, you know, like, that's okay. a felt thing in a yes. lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and so that, it was once I, uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell a story of this. I think our <laughs> listeners will enjoy this. So I took this course because it was CEUs. I needed CEUs. Gotta have them. Yeah, and it was, like, 12 hours of CEUs. <gasps> and usually you have to go to the conference. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh. Also, 12 hours of CEUs, congratulations, like, in one shot. It was great. It was yeah, super love great. that. Love that. Um, and it's usually a week-long conference, but COVID had happened. And so for the first time, they were doing it virtual. And I was oh. like, great. This is, like, check and check. 
Um, and you could complete the classes kind of on your own time. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it was like a perfect scenario because I couldn't have taken like a week off work, you know? Yeah. And I was doing direct casework at the time. And I go to take it. And do you know who some of our listeners may know, some may not, Stephen Curtis Chapman? Yes. So he is a Christian music artist. Yes. And he did the opener for... What? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yes. Okay. I'm scared. You scared me with this now. I was like, damn it. I have made a huge mistake Oh no, but then I'm like, but this these are CEUs. So like right. that means they're board certified. Like, yes, exactly. But I was like, why does this open with such a religious I was like, oh Ooh. no, oh no, oh no. Then I took the training and it turns out so their his a uh, church had sponsors a lot of international in- adoptions. Oh. And so they were instituting this curriculum because they were seeing that pattern of failed gotcha. adoptions. Um, and so the curriculum itself isn't God-based. Okay, perfect. Um, which was a helpful distinction. Yeah. <laughs> because I panicked. I was like, I, I'm not, I don't can't know. Do this. I mean, I've got to get the CEUs, but yeah, I I'm, can't yeah, do this. Yeah, I paid for it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was really helpful. Uh, so I had like a chuckle to myself because yes. what came out of it was incredibly fruitful. Yes. Um, and so we're going to talk about like the the three like pillars of um, TBRI, so trust-based relational intervention. Um, And then we're going to do a follow-up episode with one of the last pieces, which is, um, well, we'll get to it, but just know that hashtag redo, one of our next upcoming episodes, is all about one of the principles and I think one of the strongest one we can use as adults. Yeah. So, um, but it has to do with... uh, Connection before correction. That's one of the first Ooh. principles. Yeah. Connection mm-hmm. before correction. Yes. I love that. And anytime there, uh, in fact, because I, you know, I think most of the time when people are working with a difficult, even we'll just say difficult person. Okay. Right? Uh, in this case, it came out of child science. Right. Like, I've got this difficult kid, and, you know, in the 90s, it was like, well, then you discipline them, right? <laughs> yes. We didn't have a lot of things right back then. Um, our hearts. God bless us. And, and um, what we know is that relationship is everything. So when we did things to correct our kids or our coworkers that sent them away and um, didn't honor that mm. relationship, like that is a punishment. That's like a death sentence. Yes. You know right now. Right. right. Um, and I guess not all systems know that, but um, science knows that. Science knows. Yeah. So we'll catch up. And did you know that science is real? What? You Just, stop it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Here, let me pull up. So I, uh, I got to pull up my notes and my little guide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cut this if needed, but with I'm just thinking back to with um, Stephen Curtis, Curtis Chapman. Chapman. <laughs> I was just thinking like even Christian conservatives get it right occasionally. <laughs> we can't cut that. I think that's yeah. Great. Well, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. No, I think it, I think that's like the sweetest thing because obviously uh, I'm coming from a I've said it like I'm coming from a biased lens because yeah. my personal experience sucked. Yeah. But like 
Christianity, excuse me, I think my nose is running, my goodness, um, can be a huge support for people. It, oh, it totally yeah. can. It totally yeah. can. Just because it wasn't for me doesn't mean it isn't for yes, other people. Yes, it does, it does work well for, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it's very supportive. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if that's you, man, do it. You do you. You do mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think one of the first principles, I'm going to do like a, I'm going to try to make this synopsis good. Okay. Um, forgive me if it isn't. Okay, so the first thing is, like, we talk about, or, like, the curriculum talks about an emphasis, and this is science gnosis, right, is how, and we've talked about it, how the brain develops differently in a trauma response. Sure. So, um, you know, this is any, this is specific to kids, but it can be anybody. Right. Because your brain's going to develop, and if you don't do what we talked about in the last episode and work to retrain your brain, it's going to be still functioning. So you're... Frontal cortex, right? Oh, yeah. Way overdeveloped. You got cortisone. No, cortisol. Yeah. I always want to say cortisone. God bless me. Isn't that like anti Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's uh, in, in the forefront of my okay. mind. I just got a stress <laughs> rash, you guys, and I had it just all over me. It was great. God bless. Oh, Lord. <laughs> cortisol. Okay. Cortisol. We're producing too much of it in trauma. All the time. So your adult brain is overproducing all the time. Gotcha. Um, if, like, you haven't done any or had any, like, levels of intervention in between. So, okay. Okay. Um, so then we've got this brain that's traumatized. So now it kind of is, how do we intervene? So, mm. again, you have to do the work on yourself to know your attachment style, to get yourself to secure attachment, or at least to know your triggers. Right, right, right. And kind of think about... Uh, and this is why I love this tool so much, is it's going to give you physical indicators um, and ways to build that trust. And I, I want to be clear, like, if you're working, there are differences, right? Mm-hmm. If this is a child and it's like a parent-child relationship and you're building that trust, it's going to look different from if this is a client. Okay. Right? Like, sure. Boundaries are going to, sure. you know. Um, but you can meet the needs of a client um, or a child in trauma, there are some similarities. Okay. Yes. But in general, we're thinking, okay, I am seeing either a child, a client, a person in I'm in a personal relationship with, myself, in kind of this trauma dysregulated state. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to bring in these principles to help that person, child, or myself re-regulate. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think it even goes for like the person doesn't have to be showing signs of dysregulation, right? Okay. Because sometimes kids uh, present not dysregulated, but they are dysregulated. So using these principles just in relationship in general, yes. not to like de-escalate a situation. Exactly. Yep. But this is just the healthiest way to create relationship. Yeah, I would say I don't want to say healthiest way. Okay. I would love that, you know. But I think this is one approach. That I Love have that. seen be successful. Gotcha. And I've seen it save, like, um, it really, really helps parents. Uh, so here's a very, like, we're going to take it back a little bit. Childhood trauma doesn't necessarily mean, like, a kid in care comes to live with you, right? Like, Oh, sure. A child can actually experience, and their brain can be differently formed from a difficult birth. Mm-hmm. So, like, that mm-hmm. birth might not just be hard on you. That kiddo may have, like, childhood trauma from it. From that. Literally, nobody's fault. Everybody's yeah. responsibility. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Um, which is or just like life circumstances. Maybe a parent passes away. Exactly. There's yeah. a natural disaster. Yep. Or, yep. Okay. Okay. All these things and brains are different. We know that. So you could have two kids same age. One of them experiences that event as a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. It is imprinted on them as a traumatic event, mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't. Right. Right. So like they're you know like kind of understanding those nuances of trauma is really important um, because. I think a less evolved species, like, so years ago, we would just view one of those child children as good and one as bad. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yes. But when really one of them's just like, that is how their brain processed this experience. Right. Right. Um, which is just an interesting thing about the brain in general. Ugh. So this isn't it. Now, in my world, I loved this curriculum because it helped caregivers support and love um, kiddos that have come from unknown levels of trauma. Right, right. So, like, it really saved placements, really, yeah. frankly. Yeah, 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 and yeah. that's a beautiful gift to give a kiddo. Yeah. Um, but that is, this is much more ap- than applicable to just those scenarios. Right, 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 right. right, right. Um, and so, like, yeah, just kind of covering that a little bit. But the idea is um, there is connection, there is empowering, and then there is correction. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, the empowerment is, like, you are there, present, meeting their physical needs. Okay. Right? Like, and, man, you say so much to a kid or person when you say that. Like, okay. I think about this sometimes as a clinician, and it's as easy as, like, can I get you a glass of water? Like, can I, you know, like, Mm. just showing that, like, you know, because people aren't their best when they're dehydrated. Right. People aren't their best when they're hungry. What did you say? Can you tell the listeners? Oh, this is like the so greatest thing. I was just at because I had not heard of this, so I was asking Annie if it had anything to do with halt, which I have definitely heard before. When yourself or someone you're working with or a child is kind of like, like uh, dysregulated, right? Mm-hmm. You want to halt. You want to stop. But it stands for check to make sure: Are you hungry? angry, lonely, tired. Aww. Like, check all those things before you... Like, maybe you just need a nap. Yeah. Okay? Then we yeah. can get back on track. So... I love I, that. And it turned out, it did not come from this curriculum, but kind of similar... Oh, yeah. Similar ideas, but you've got to connect with the person yeah. before you start empowering them, it sounds like. Yes. I connection think, is first. Yeah, okay. connection is everything. Okay. Which is also why I love this curriculum because it really emphasizes what we already know and it's that relationship is everything okay um and you know there are what I really love about this and if you are interested in exploring it what it talks about is how you appropriately physically meet those um like empowerment oh okay what does that look like so like um they give examples like they uh for kiddos that You don't know where they come from. Let's say you're a foster parent. Um, And these are lots of the tools that I take from it, right? Because it's so applicable to my field. But um, having snacks available and open to have at any time. Yes. um, That is a way you can show that. Having a water bottle that, you know, if the kiddo is not old enough to carry it, you always have it with you. And, like, you know, giving them little prompts and reminders to, like, stay hydrated. You know, like... Um, so it gives you like those physical, um, 
like tangible things that you can do. Yeah. One of them, one of the principles is 10 minutes of, uh, and this is more in the attachment. This is the connection. Yeah. So like, how do you build attachment? Right. That seems like kind of a nuanced idea. Yeah. And it's 10 minutes of guided play where you say yes at every possibility you can. Like you basically only say no if they're, and it's just 10 minutes a day. The, interesting mm-hmm. because like oh man it's so amazing and even like how you touch a person right like right because we do need touch but of course touch can be done wrong oh yeah so often and it goes as far as to look at like so when you've experienced trauma like your nerves mm-hmm. um can not like we see that a lot in like tactilely yeah um presenting like you, you know like you don't certain things you can't even wear because it's just, like, totally dysregulated. Yes, yes. So there's a certain level of touch where it's not... If you, like, you know, go up to a kid and you, like, rub their arm too light and they've experienced a lot of trauma, that'll be instantly irritating to them. Right. So it's even, like, how you touch them is, like, like very soft, but there is, like, a level of, like, kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you guys, I don't mean bruising pressure. But, like, you know, so... And you yeah. look in their eyes. Yes. And, like... And so there's all these guided tools to help you get to that level, science-based. So is connection something that is going to take me a while to build with someone? Oh, yes. Before I can use the empowering and correcting? Or is there a quick way to connect with, like, a coworker quickly and do these steps? or? Oh. So, so no, it's sounding like. I don't know. I don't think I know enough. Okay. Yeah. So at this point though, you would need to, to use this kind of tool and ideas the best. Yeah. You'd want to spend some time building connection Connection. with the person you're hoping to help. Absolutely. With the correction of whatever the thing is. Yep. Okay. So spending some time without empowering or correcting just. Yep. Connecting. Yep. Okay. And I think that empowering kind of comes along at the same time sure. as connecting. Sure. So, yeah, like I think they describe it as like a little circle graphic and I have it in my little book, but we can, uh, I'll try to find like a good, not black and white copy because it's a workbook <laughs> uh, for the website. But yeah, it's like those two things happen at the same time. Um, uh, or like, excuse me, there's connection in the middle. So it is yeah. everything that's got to happen first. And then empowering and correcting are like a part of it as well. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And I love when they talk about correction because, so first you're connecting mm-hmm. and it's, and they give you the tools to do that. Um, it is, if you read the first book, it's pretty early on. And so it's really just about kids. Sure. Like, um, and then there is a second one that came out more geared for like a manual for parents. Um, Shoot, I should have remembered what the book was called. Um, well, if we find it, we can link it. But yeah, but um, but like you were saying, I mean, making eye contact—that's a huge way yeah. to connect with someone. Appropriate physical touch, yeah, which is huge, right? Which yeah. is huge. And yeah. I do, I totally understand, especially people that maybe have some trauma. That light touch can be very dysregulating. Yeah. So having yeah. more of a kind of solid, yep. safe yeah. touch feels yes. why you think the world loves weighted blankets, right? Oh man, I do we love need them. some of that pressure. We do. We do. Um yes, and I want to be clear this isn't like you're not 
physically moving the child. No, 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 no. This no, no, has no. to do with touching and eye contact at the same time. And how that yes, not to pick and move someone up, but just (laughs) like actively engaging with this person, making eye contact, touching their arm. Yes, yes, yes. And when you get to uh, see the ten minutes of like child guided play, yeah, it is um, such a joy to do with a kid. Mm -hmm. Like it is so awesome. Like, and with an adult, I would assume it'd be. More like active listening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like en- really engaging, hearing what they're saying, kind yep. of parroting back, making mm-hmm. sure you're understanding them. Yes. Offering kind of just positive support around what they're telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think, you know, th- I don't know if there's any curriculum that's come out as an evident- evidence-based practice that takes TBRI and gears it specifically towards adults. But okay, but all adults are wounded children at their core, so like it, couldn't it's, agree more. I can't. There's yeah. no way it's not gonna <laughs> totally be helpful. And what's really great about this theory of like connection first and understanding, like, um, you know, I think I would expand on connection first as saying like, if you want to truly connect with someone, you need to again get yourself into like that healthy attachment zone. Right. So yes. So like you've gotten yourself there, and now you're like working to connect with someone using these tools. Um, and then you're empowering, and then what what correction actually looks like, which isn't the absence of of relationship anymore, right? Right. right. Correction is always done by bringing in, yes, and like this theory of a redo, which is really exciting we to talk about. But uh, first is more of an overview of TBRI. So it's a couple books. They give you these tools on how to do these principles. It's a tr- or it's a I'm like it's a trust based relational intervention. Not I mean to say it's an evidence based <laughs> practice. So it's like got science behind it, and right. then it has a lot to do with how these things end up retraining your brain. And, yeah, you know, for if you're raising a child, you're gonna get the child to a point where they can have um, healthy attachment. Yeah, like secure attachment. Yeah, like we talked about, um, and really uh, change the brain chemistry of that overproduction of cortisol yes um and so like that part of it is evidence-based but what's super cool about this approach and it gives me goosebumps is um systems state systems have started adopting this into like court systems okay and their success rate is a lot higher because it's basically saying like you know our judicial system of like having this um punitive I don't need to get to know you. You fucked up. Now you're in trouble. Right, right, right. Nobody does better that way, right? Right. No, that never helps. It just doesn't work. <laughs> um, and I don't know how, how to express that any more frank. But yeah. so pe- like systems are starting to adopt these principles too. Yeah. So they're much more than just like um, how to preserve a placement. Yeah. They also It also does that. Um, and it really takes like the punitive part of correction out right okay this is so this is not about discipline this is about like behavior change so um the idea of a redo is like your brain will not automatically just because it's connected to like a person it can regulate with will not automatically stop all its patterns right no you're still gonna act up you've got to retrain it yeah and so when it does instead of having any level of punishment, any level of, like, punitiveness. Yeah. The whole goal says we get you back to that baseline 
We do whatever we got to do. I like you're hungry. What do you call it? What's Halt. Halt. You could use that tool. Yeah. And be like, okay, before we do any correction, we get you back to baseline. We check all those sorts of things. Yeah. Are you hungry? Do you need yes. a snack? Do you need some water? Do you, do you need, need a nap? nap? We meet all that first. Do you need some, like, personal connection? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you just need... um. Some ta- a moment to tactilely be alone and yeah, yeah. do whatever you need to do. And then you come back and you do a redo. So it does come full circle, right? Yeah. So let's uh, let's say like, and, and this is the principle I love so much, and we're going to just totally talk about it because this is one you can use as an adult. Ooh. Even if you're a parent, because guess what, parents? You're going to snap. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That is okay. So yeah. okay. Yeah. What's important is what you do with it. That's exactly right. What um, do you do next? And that kids learn that they can model that too because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can definitely heal the brain, but it'll never be perfect. Yeah. Right? Like, um, and also sets of circumstances are going to overwhelm you because that's life. Like yeah. the universe is random. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's just this idea that first you, connection is always first mm-hmm. and then you need to make sure that empowerment piece is there. Like the physical needs are met. This person, you know, you're not ostracizing them. You never, never break connection for correction ever. Okay. Connection is primary. It is the most important thing. Um, and then correction looks a lot more like getting you back to baseline and then you get a redo. Oh, yeah. okay. That is correction. Like the whole point of correction is back to baseline Hashtag redo. And then let's try this again. Yeah. And it could take a really long time. I think what's difficult, and she kind of talks about this in the video, and the video is more about parenting, the parenting piece of it. Of course. The circular parenting piece. But um, is it's this takes time. Mm -hmm. This approach takes more time than spanking your kid. Of course. Well, of course this takes time. Yes. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. And it's worth it as an adult. But, I mean, I could see this actually now that I'm talking about it this way, and I had never really thought about this, but I think if you supervised people or you were a manager, Mm -hmm. this might be a really helpful tool. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I I would assume the more you use this, the shorter that whole process probably becomes or that child or person is able to kind of do this for themselves at some point. Yes. Yes. Kind of be like, oh, that didn't work. I need to go get myself whatever I need Mm -hmm. to get back and then try that thing again. Yeah, and I think the principle of redo also has pretty different, like, with parent-child and, like, you know, that, that looks very different depending on what the relationship looks okay. like. Okay. But, you know, like, the idea for parent-child is, you know, you're the parent. You're, you are, you are the adult, right? Yes. Like you are the, um, you're the responsible one. Yes. So, redos for kids, if they, you know, say they had a bad day at school and they come in and, I, I don't know if you've ever seen an eight-year-old swear a lot. It's really quite <laughs> precious. But you know you don't want them to, like, do that behavior, right? Okay. So they come in, they're like, eh, this is the worst day. And they're, you know, like, or they call somebody a naughty name, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you'd be like, okay, well, hashtag redo. You can even do something funny like yeah. that. Like, um, feel your feelings. I hear you. Here's a snack. Let's get you down to baseline. And then retell that and not say Re- that. Yeah, like, reshare. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. 
Now, without the naughty language. In an interpersonal relationship, though, hashtag mm-hmm. redo is equally as important. Yeah. But if you call your partner a naughty name, you don't just get a redo. There are, like, you need to, um, what do they call the, the therapeutic term for reparations? Yeah. So the redo looks a lot, it can look a lot different okay. depending on the relationship. Of course, of course. Which is worth stressing. But the whole idea is you take, like, shame and blame out of it get the kiddo to baseline and then you've empowered this kid to believe that at baseline they can have totally pro-social behavior yes, it's a huge that deal. they can handle stuff yeah yeah and you are just putting those tools in their tool belt you are giving them every tool to make it to me my takeaways tell me being new to this yeah. is that you cannot help someone change behavior Without connection. That's right. That's 100% you don't, right. You, you can't just walk up to someone, no. spank them, and expect yeah. behaviors to change. Yeah. No. That's absolutely It might happen. stop that behavior in the moment, but oh, you're yeah. only creating more trauma. Correct. And which will create worse behaviors later on, yeah. right? So it's, a, it's about connecting yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. And without that... And that, yo, man. There is, yeah. it's really interesting too. I'm not sure. Have you ever heard of the book Radical Candor? Mm-mm. So that is, that has, uh, it doesn't mean to, has very strong ties to TBRI, but it is about management and managing people. Okay. And it really talks about like, don't give feedback if like the intent isn't there. Like if the intent is to you know, like the empowerment and the betterment of like whatever you're working on. Yeah. They call it, that's like radical candor. That's like the sweet spot of giving like constructive feedback. Cause yeah. I think constructive feedback usually isn't actually constructive. No. <laughs> but, um, so though, like I would actually highly recommend knowing and studying both if you're going to manage people. Sure. Yeah. Which makes total sense. Like you, you want to feel connected and have a trusting relationship yeah. with your manager. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, don't tell me I did something wrong on an empty stomach at the end of the day on a fr- right on a Friday. Like, get get yep. me regulated or help me get provide a space yes. and time for me to get yep. to baseline. Yep. Then share what's going on with me. Love that. So I can have Love a that. better chance of of hashtag redo hashtag or, redo. or fixing whatever the issue is. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. It is, yeah, I, I am a huge fan of this. And if you are um, an adoptive parent, mm-hmm. a foster parent, um, a, a bonus parent, um, you know, like there's a million, uh, if you are in any way connected to caregiving with people with trauma, like maybe you work in a hospital or um, you're a caregiver or you're a nurse. Oh, my gosh, if you're a nurse, bless you. Thank you so much. Yes. Um you are wonderful. Uh, but I highly recommend to dive into this a little bit because yeah. it has helped change my perspective of when I see people melting down mm. or like when someone treats like has they struggle, mm-hmm. they've got a struggle and maybe mm-hmm. they direct that at me, especially like teens and kids I work with. It, it has nothing to do with me. Right. And I can use every skill to soothe that. And that's my job, to be like that Neosporin. Yeah. And now I had, this gave me a tool book to be like that Neosporin for that moment of things I can do. Like We really do love open wounds, man. We just keep coming back. 
Yep. And I'm I will. Stick some Neosporin on Oh, that. man. Neosporin. Every cut, every time. Actually, I think you're supposed to use, like, Trisporin or something like that. Like, the th- you want the three. Okay. Neosporin's well. only two. It's actually not as good for you. But every cut, every time. Like, okay. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, a lot of my job, mm-hmm. I am not their primary caregiver, so I can't like know all the things to right. help them, but I can use this tool, like these tools um, in TBRI yeah. to soothe the situation at hand yeah, and to meet their basic needs. I can do that. Well, and on this, because I, I don't have kids, so it's a little more difficult for me to think in those terms, but I'm just thinking even for myself, like this makes so much sense yeah. that in my 20s, yeah. when... I was more anxious. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't trust myself, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, I couldn't ever get to baseline to do things differently, right? Oh, oh. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yes. To, like, change my behavior. Yes. But the more, but the work I did, I started believing in myself, better yeah. self-esteem, doing my work, right? So yeah. I'm literally connecting with myself, my adult self. Yes. Right? Yes. And then... I think we all, as adults, know when we are hungry, angry, lonely, or yeah. tired, right? Yeah. yeah, And we know how to get ourselves a snack. Or, yes. I just need to go lay down, right? Yeah. So, doing those things before I try to jump into... Like, I wouldn't want to go to a therapy session exhausted yeah. and hungry, right? I'm right. not going to get as much out Good of it. You. So, like, even just thinking about this with yourself... Yeah. And I think for me, the big, like, mind blow thing was I couldn't do that before because I wasn't connected with myself. Not my adult self. I was still, I was still my wounded kid. Yeah. There was, so connecting with adult me. Yeah. Made a safe space to do the work I needed to. Oh, I love, (gasps) I love that. I don't think I've ever seen TBRI applied so internally and I love that because... But kind it, of, right? Yeah. It okay. a thousand percent makes sense. Okay. And it totally kind of jumps off. And I do think TBRI does a little bit of this. Like, the, you know, when you go to the conference, the first part is a lot of people talking about how they learn their attachment styles. Sure. Sure. And they learn their triggers. Um, they don't do a ton about moving to secure attachment, at least not in the training I did. And I think they would really probably benefit from adding mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. I think what you've described is exactly right. Like... You can't mirror connection before correction unless you can do it for yourself. Right, right. And I think that is just a really beautiful example of true empowerment, right? Is to be like connected to a healthy version of yourself that you made because you were empowered to do so. Like that's so, and I loved what you said. Like, I think most adults know when they're tired and they don't, (laughs) we don't, we totally don't. Um, and we're going to talk about that in redo. So maybe halting yourself more often to learn. Oh yeah. Like, why am I in such a bad mood right now? Oh, we're going to talk about that. Usually let's be honest. It's a snack. I need a snack. I think hangry is a thing. Hangry. Hangry is real. Is a reality. Snickers, yeah. Snickers hit that one right on the nose. Oh my God. Those commercials it's are real. great. And also. I'm not I'll even like, a huge Snicker fan. No. A Snicker wouldn't fix. No. I think Cheese I, maybe would fix for me. Ooh. I love cheese. You know what sounds really good? You know what? when they like do the crunchy cheese snacks? Ooh. It's like a cracker, but it's made out of cheese. <gasps> it's like terrible for your cholesterol and okay. sodium off the charts. 
so, so good. good. So, sodium so good. is my jam. I know. Me and sodium. <laughs> BFFs. I would take sodium over sugar like any day. Well, that's a good point though. So if you're if you're an adult and you find yourself not knowing like why you're having this thing, maybe try halting yourself, man. Oh, we're going to talk about that in the oh, hashtag video. So okay. stay tuned, you guys. This So I can't talk about TBRI enough. Sure. It's a great principle. So again, if you are working with populations that have experienced trauma, yeah. and especially if you're a parent of a kiddo that's experienced trauma, I highly recommend to do a deeper dive into TBRI. Yeah. Um, you can go to the conference. It, you will experience a great level of support because there are people going through what you're going through, and I want to yeah. validate that's a really difficult place to be in. Yeah. So um, there is a great level of camaraderie. There's also, like, support groups through TBRI and sure. studies. So 10 of 10, explore that. It is an evidence-based practice. Um, I think the institute is out of Texas. It's absolutely worth a read of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, both books. There are, there are two books. Okay. The Connected Child. Okay. And The Connected Parent. Oh. Right. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they're great. So The Connected Child is first, and that is younger levels of science, still great. And then The Connected Parent is talk, is maybe more like what, a little bit more like parent empowerment. Oh, So the principles okay. are, you know, they uh, again, I'm not sure if anything's been written. I'll have to do some research on how there's a documentary about it for sure about how it's being instituted into systems yes but um i don't know if there's like a guidebook well that totally makes sense because you as a parent would need to yes be in a good space to be able to oh yeah provide that for the child oh yeah of course yeah 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 so of course you'd have to do it to yourself first yeah yeah okay yeah and I, wow yeah but um i think yeah, am I right? In next episode, we get to dive into hashtag redo a little bit more. Sure. Okay. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun because uh, we've forty three minutes before I hit time. It's crazy how fast this goes. But um, I yeah, we're gonna explore a little more how that looks adult to an adult, and maybe in interpersonal relationships, and maybe give some examples of how we've used it. Hashtag redo. Just redo in general. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Yeah. In yep. Uh, and I can't thank you guys enough for joining us. Wow. I highly recommend TBRI. Remember, connection before correction. I Just, wrote it down. Bam. Yeah. That yeah. I think is probably the biggest takeaway. There's yeah. so much there, though, that's so good and so juicy. Um, yeah, but if you need the one nugget to walk away with today, yep. it's connection before correction. Absolutely. Even with yourself. Yes. Yes. Wow. Bam. Wow. Bam. You guys, this was a great episode. Okay, stay tuned for, in two weeks, it'll post. You'll see um, hashtag redo. And um, thank you for joining us for season two. And reach out if you had any aha moments. Please. Yes. Uh, Even if you didn't and you thought, hey, that was dumb, do this instead. (laughs) Great. I'm in. (laughs) Great. Everything's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah we but let us know it. what you would rather hear about instead. Yeah, because we'll we want to cover it. Um, uh, our email is twofriends.onechat at gmail.com. Correct. And our uh, adri- uh, you can visit our website or uh, at twofriends.onechat. One chat. Yep, no dot. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reach yeah. out, hang out. Insta, Facebook. Yeah, twofriends.onechat. Right? Yeah. Uh, come well, find us. Come find us. 
uh, and, and connect with us. Wow. You're nice. Welcome. Come welcome. connect with us. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see you guys soon and have a wonderful rest of your day or night or evening or wherever. Middle of the night, whatever. You yeah. do you. Mm-hmm. Night owls. I don't know you, but because I'd be sleeping. I'd be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, we're more. Uh, oh, one of those morning ones. Yeah. Our, uh, we like to wake up early and yeah. start recording. I'm like a flower. I blossom in the morning and I wilt in the afternoon. <laughs> That's what I tell every boss. I'm like, you want me at my best? It's like 7 a.m. Okay. And I will crush Not a it. raccoon, I'm a flower. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know you raccoons are like sleeping it, and then like sun goes down and you're like, yeah, Ooh, I'm creative. Yeah. No, no, no. 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 Okay. I am creative at the sun. A.m. In yes. the a.m. <laughs> okay. You guys have a wonderful day. Yes. We'll see you soon. We love you. Bye. Bye.